This episode of Star Wars and Characters is sponsored in part by Audible.com. Audible.com carries well over 100 Star Wars audiobook titles, including Scoundrels, the brand new novel that follows Han Solo, Chewbacca, and Lando Calrissian after the destruction of the first Death Star from Star Wars A New Hope. Now you can download Scoundrels for free or any of the other Star Wars titles or any of the other 100,000 plus audiobook titles Audible.com carries by visiting audibletrial.com SWIC. Again, that's audibletrial.com SWIC for your free audiobook. One, two, three. This is Star Wars in Character, the podcast that takes a closer look at some of the elements that make up the Star Wars universe. Backstories, histories, and details you never knew, wanted to know, or ever need to know. Now here are this week's panelists of Star Wars in Character. Today we are talking about the Jawa. <laughs> the Jawa. Hey. Wow, only one Jawa. <laughs> um, Jawas appear in a lot of the movies. <laughs> what it came out was Episode One, Two, Four, and Six. Makes sense. Yeah, I was going to ask you guys. It's four of the six movies, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. And, I know. And every game and every, five. Which, five of the six. Which Which is fifth? Wait, it's in. It's in. He's. They're in Star Wars. They're in Jedi. They're in Attack of the Clones, Phantom Menace, and Sith. Are they in Sith? I don't think. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe not. Oh, I guess yeah, you're right. I can't yeah, recall. They ever go? Yeah, they're in Tatooine at one point, but I guess the uh, Jawas aren't in any of those scenes, huh? Yeah, right at the end. Yep. Never mind. <laughs> Four out of six ain't bad. Yeah. Isn't that a song? <laughs> Close. Okay. Meatloaf and the that- Jawas. <laughs> Uh, one of these names was given to us by a fan. Yeah. And you'll yeah, know which one it is when I say it. Yeah. And you'll know which ones are mine. <laughs> I'm sure we will. Let them rip. My name is Sandcrawler Chris. Did you say let them rip? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're going to derail Chris every time you do that. You know yes. that? Yes. Don't fart. Don't fart. Don't fart. Today I'm joined by <laughs> Don't, don't, don't let's part Oh my god It's just the worst part I don't even know what I said <laughs> I am joined by Meek New Matt Do you know what Meek New is? Anybody out there? Nope <laughs> No. It's a Jawa clan <laughs> It's a Jawa clan To my right I made this up, I love it I don't know if Dave's gonna, Dave's gonna like this to my right is Dumpster Diver Dave. <laughs> I do like that. Okay, good. I was kind of afraid to put it down, but come on. It's the Jawas. It, 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 yeah, it has hints of Mav Krim in it as well. Ooh. Ooh. And the obvious one from a fan, which <laughs> is, I think I think it was from, from Ashton. Okay. Ooh, Timmy. That's a good one. It's perfect, you know? Yeah. Well, Dave, get out of the dumpster (laughs) and give us some facts about the Jawa. All right. Well, before we start, we have a small word of business to get to Uh, as well. Whatever. And Chris is not looking forward to it. That's what stinks. Why does it stink? Because it's a drink. Yeah. (laughs) And there's alcohol in there. 
Yeah. <laughs> that was a real one. That time. Well, it was suggested by Barry on our Facebook page that since we're going to be talking about the Jawas, we should be drinking Jawa juice. <laughs> okay. And we asked for some recipes or some, you know, mixology to go on. And we got one from Eric, our English friend. I love that guy. Love that guy. And we all made some kind of concoction. Now, Chris and I are drinking. Yeah, I want to hear it. I want Tim to say what his his is made out yeah, of. Yeah, they have something different. We have what Eric sent, which is parts tequila, orange juice, lime juice. He said uh, in honor of it being a twin sunrise and Jawa juice, we're using orange juice. So uh, we've had it. I've tasted it. It's, it's very good. Chris is too afraid to. What are you drinking, Matt? Okay, I pieced together something based on the conversation we had and i have uh it's a about a half a shot of tequila then about just a little bit a triple sec on top of that some orange juice a splash of lime juice and a trickle of the last of the red bull that was in my can as i was mixing it <laughs> all in a walt disney studio shooter all right now now matt said he had half a shot glass of tequila you have a whole shot you put in a whole damn shot in there it's not that much more than i ever drink in my life that's true some of your heroes drink. Indiana Jones drinks whiskey. He does. Try the local sewer. <laughs> and he buys people gins or owes them to them or something. Some gin. The best one is what Tim has. What do you have? Yes, Tim? go ahead. <laughs> well, I didn't have time to get to the liquor store to, to get what uh, what Eric had suggested. So I just went and raided the fridge and looked around the house to find what I had. So I have an old bottle of Scheinerbach beer that I poured over ice mixed it with um, the last of the Dr. Pepper that was in my little bottle and two <laughs> cherry halls. And used cherry halls, right? It's, it's, what's that? Are they used? No, 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 no. I freshly opened cherry halls, so I'm, I'm now mixing it. I have not tasted it yet. I can smell the halls goodness. That See if you can be- light it on fire like a flaming moat. <laughs> a All flaming right. moat. We want, we want to hear you drink it and give us your instant review. All right, so it's been mellowing with the uh, with the ice here for about ten minutes. So I'm going to take a quick sip here. <laughs> you know what? Oh, come on! <laughs> it's actually pretty damn good. Oh, come on! Is it because of so, the halls, cough drops, mental. Well, the halls it, it it gives it it gives it a little bit. It it clears the throat. <laughs> That's true. It opens it um, up for a new set of experiences. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, it's actually not too bad. So, hey, for those of us, for those out there, get, grab yourself a uh, a bottle of Shinerbach, mix it with a little bit of Dr Pepper and some Cherry Halls, and you got yourself one hell of a beverage. Get a bottle of Shinerbach, leave it outside for four months. <laughs> yeah, there's no telling how old this is. I think I brought this back. From my mountain trip last March, so <laughs> it's about a year old. That's been sitting in the fridge for a little while. So, the, but that, that skunky taste might uh, might actually be adding to it. <laughs> mm. So, Tim, that's Tim's version of Jawa juice. Tasty. It is colored. It's it's colored like a Jawa too. No. <laughs> there are there are actual recipes all over the internet for Jawa juice, and I I only wanted to know what. A, a listener or Facebooker had to say so. Thank you, Eric. This, <laughs> and he put had tequila, so this is a, a, a Mexican English cocktail. 
Are you ready to try yours? I'm ready. It stinks, man. You're just staring at <laughs> I am. He's terrified of this beverage. Actually, yeah. I'll get mine out of the way because Chris is going to be the grand finale. Oh, All right. All right. Dave's drinking already his. I've already tasted it. All right, go ahead. Well, mine's orange juice, tequila, and triple sec. That's pretty much what it tastes like. So <laughs> not what, as exciting you're, as Tim's, I guess. You're missing is, is the halls. Yes. <laughs> you know, oddly enough, I have halls right in reach. I should drop one in and, and yeah, drop drink one the in second there. half. And all of a sudden, wow, that's fantastic. It's mostly orange juice. Okay. I love orange juice. Love orange juice. Drink your Jawa juice. Here we go. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. Mm-hmm. My wife came home from work half an hour ago. Saw this and oh, what's that? And they drank half of it. <laughs> oh, so I don't have that much. And now she's dirty. on the floor drooling. <laughs> Here we go. Don't look at me. <laughs> Shit, man. <laughs> what's the matter? I am tasting it. <laughs> That's my son. This is like college. Let the sun finish. Drink, it. drink, like a drink. Sip. <laughs> a big sip or just a little sip? It's the whole thing. It's most all at once. Orange juice. Oh. Yeah. I'm still there. Um, what, bud? All right. Luke can make a terrible bad. sponsor. You know what? It's not. I taste a lot of orange juice. I told you that like four times. <laughs> I don't taste any. It smells worse than it tastes. Mm-hmm. I thought that you needed. Oh, wait. It. I got two big sips there. <laughs> <laughs> I had two big sips there in a row. That was that was some. Um, tequila All right. Well, if you're listening at home and you're not driving anywhere, make yourself a batch of Jawa juice, however you like. Oh, third sip. There we go. <laughs> and sip. Well, sip. It's not that It's not that bad. That's good. All right. Thank you, Eric. And thank you, Barry. Sit back and enjoy the Jawa information. There we okay? go. Everybody knows what Jawas are. My glass is gone. <laughs> I drank the whole glass. <laughs> These are one of the seminal Star Wars characters that are always used to use Tim's word to make it Star Wars. (laughs) But the Jawa are short, passive scavengers native to Tatooine. I'm I'm, I'm tasting it now a little bit. (laughs) The aftertaste. (laughs) All right. So their appearance. Let's start there. Yes. I, I mean, how many, how, of all you guys, and I know people have already mentioned this on our Facebook page, how curious were you as a child to know what they looked like? I am still curious to this day. I, you know what? It, it never occurred to me as a child, I don't think. It was really my later life. I was like, hmm, what's going on with them glowing eyes? Matt, mm-hmm. that, that photo that you posted? Which one? Of the of Jawa un- unmasked. That wasn't. I didn't. Fo- Who did that? You? Yeah, I put that up because I found it. People. This is. This is the. I don't know. Like, there's a ton of information about Jawa. This is a lot of stuff, and most people agree that unmasked, they have a rodent-like appearance. I did hear that. So in that picture, someone took that and ran with it. They gave them the big bulbous eyes but then gave them the long rodent sharp teeth and, and really kind of a mouse nose. So people thought they had this caved in face, which appeared, appeared like a rodent. But I know when I was little, I just thought they were like little people who were covered up. Like I didn't, I didn't always assume they were aliens. I thought they were just like tiny people who were covered up, but yeah, like, yeah. I never really thought about the eyes. Like Matt's saying for, um, I'm drunk for me, <laughs> 
I went more though. I think I think I went more. Yes, Tim, go ahead. Continue. For, for me, when I was a little kid, before I had read Star Wars or before I had seen the movie, I had I had the Star Wars storybook, and I'm holding it here in my hand. And there's this there's the shot in the movie where Luke sells the his speeder to that bug fly looking dude. And I always assumed that that was he was just a tall Jawa with his mask pulled back. Oh, as a kid, I thought that that was that he sold it to a Jawa and you could actually see that Jawa's face. Oh, never thought of that. I forget. I forget what the character's name is. He looks like a looks like a fly. It's it just looks like a jumbled up mess if you see it close up. Well, that's it. I mean, people have been wanting to know this. And as far as the story goes, no one's ever seen a Jawa uncovered like naked in the well I, we'll get into some naked i mean no no one in the star wars galaxy like that's yes. the story okay gotcha i'm following I'm, i mean I'm following. i mean in the star wars galaxy no one's ever seen a jawa without the thing on they 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 talk about uh biologists that found skeletal remains and examined the corpses and found that they were sunken in faced rodent like creatures with these big yellow eyes now they were like Kiss in 1978. <laughs> you never, you never saw them without their makeup. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Kiss. <laughs> as far as their appearance goes, besides that, they have the ion blaster, which we see them use in the movie, the restraining bolt, which we see them use in the movie, and tools. But they are passive creatures. They don't, they don't fight. They're, they're, they're not into that kind of thing. We talked about, I don't know, this was a long time ago. Maybe it was when we were talking about Uncle Owen. We got transfixed on the tall Jawa. Yes. Do you remember this conversation? Sure. Not really. (laughs) (laughs) I remember the tall one. Because we're always kind of like, and there's always that tall one in the background. Teenager. (laughs) It was like kind of like stuck out from the other ones. Right. And there's a huge controversy over their history and where they come from. People believe that there was a race of creatures called the Kamuga. Oh, boy. Kamuga. And they moved to Tatooine long before the planet was even a desert. So there's proof in the Star Wars universe that that Jawas, in one form or another, were once everywhere. They were on Corellia and they were on Coruscant. (laughs) I'm actually they, more curious the f- idea that Tatooine wasn't always a desert all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's was that like a thriving avatar type society or something? I don't know. I mean, it could be like the kind of thing where like there's an ice age, you know, maybe there was three sons at one point or maybe, you know, maybe there was one son at one point and another son came in and they made it so damn hot. I don't know. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. So that you better that get is the writing, Dave. Yes. I need an explanation. <laughs> They're very, they're a very mysterious species, and there's lots of theories and lots of controversy over this, and people argue in this amongst <clears throat> Star Wars fandom. I mean, I, I find it interesting. I'm not saying what's right or what's wrong. I'm just going to present all the information. But the big thing is that this Kamuga separated into two different species: the Jawas and the Gorfas, mm. which became. The sand people. I, I saw this. Ah. Ah. I don't know if I like this or not now. Do you think that tall Jawa is an in-betweener? I, that's what I'm thinking. It's like <laughs> the missing link. Yeah. It's the missing link of the Jawa. So that's that's immediately when I started reading this, I was like, oh, maybe that explains that tall one. 
people cannot agree on this story. In fact, this Knights of the Old Republic, which is so popular now, they say that Jawas are descendants from humans. No. You don't like that? I, I do How, not. What is Nate? Uh, I don't even know if you have this answer, so I don't know if I want to open this can of worms. What is a native to Tatooine that they can be descendants of anything on this planet? Yeah. It sounds like everything on Tatooine is transplanted from somewhere else. Yeah. It's it's like the uh, you know the the last ditch world for the scum and villainy of the universe. Yeah, it's the Florida of the Star Wars galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Well, it I I found it interesting, and I'm not saying which is right or which is wrong because who am I to say that? Because there are lots of people who are Star Wars diehards that are fighting about this like vehemently. I think uh, I met some of them this weekend. <laughs> there's the the knights of the old republic with the humans there's this gorfa's thing i like the gorfa thing because it explains the tall one and I, right if i had to pick something i would just go with that because it's like minute bowl in the jawa universe seriously he's like he's like way up there but they once according to all this history they once were everywhere and they adapted and evolved to life on tatooine uh, so I, th I thought this just their history in, in that respect was interesting as far as their appearance other than that you, you see them all the time they have the bandolier strap and, and the, the weapon if you want to call it a weapon that I mentioned but the other thing that's interesting about their robes is that they always wear brown why why, why would they wear robes on a, on a hot ass planet well that's a good question and I, I attribute that to it being one of two things you see people in the Middle East do this a lot it's damn hot and right. you cover you cover your body to dissipate the, the sunlight or something. Yeah, it, it kind of and, and and this doesn't make any sense to us as as Westerners, but yeah, if you if you ask those people, it keeps you cooler. It doesn't make sense to me. No, it doesn't. But I'm sure there are people who are internationally listening to this and saying, "Yeah, you idiot." <laughs> I think <laughs> I would I would think if it's a lighter linen, then yeah, that maybe that would be cooler. But uh, these these heavy robes these dudes are wearing are they uh, are they naked underneath? Well, eventually, <laughs> eventually you get down to a layer, and they're, that's the last layer. So, you're yep. sure, yeah. My peenies. You want to know if they're going commandos? Yes, I do. Are they wearing like 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 a tank top and and hard colored underwear, or are they just going buff? Are they just totally naked? Box of briefs. Oh, something I'm going to tell you later. It would be actually beneficial if they were going commando. <laughs> but as far as the rope, they did say that there are some species of Jawas that wear other colors. And I would love to see that. I'd love to see a purple and a yellow and a blue and that kind of stuff. Like gangs? Like Crips and Bloods? I, I don't know. The, the, the ooze and the teenies. <laughs> <laughs> some wear other colors. But the main reason they wear these... I want these to live in most Isley. I want to live in most Isley. <laughs> more, more musical. That's right. I like call back to our behind the scenes episode. Red Dead. I liked it better in Espa. <laughs> I know a crawler you can get on. <laughs> <laughs> well, the robes, not only do they keep the heat off of them, the robes are actually embedded with polished orange gemstones that you cannot see. Apparently. Apparently. I had to see this. You didn't need to tell me that one. They are embedded in there and what they do is they reflect the bright sunlight. So they're basically wearing like a big mirror that the light is bouncing off of. You mm -hmm. buy this? 
A little I'm bit. not buying it. It, sounds like a, it does sound like a sales scam. These are in jewel, <laughs> encrusted with jewels. You can't see them. But this is yeah, from the there. Emperor's New Clothes line. Call now. I kind of attribute that to like uh, like a baseball player that wears eye black under his eyes. Like it's supposed to it's supposed to absorb the sun to there rather than your eyes or 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 that kind of thing. So like this is the opposite. This is taking the sun and sending it back away from you. Okay, that's how it yeah, killed off all the vegetation yeah, yeah, yeah. on Tatooine. Snake <laughs> <laughs> Jawas wearing his fucking robe. robes. But the other main reason that they do wear this frock is to protect their identity. And I don't know why they feel it's unnecessary to protect their identity. Because they're maybe stealing it, everyone's droids. Yeah, I, I don't know. I guess that could be it. And I, maybe I figured there's safety and in, in, in anonymity, like safety in numbers. Like you can't tell which one's which. I mean, what you said is probably true. But the main reason is to also hide their identity. I actually thought I actually thought that the the, the, the the eyeballs. I mean, you can never see like like a mask. You just see two floating eyeballs. Right. Mm-hmm. I thought that was so cool how it just looks like two eyeballs floating mm-hmm. in the head. Some of the close-up pictures I was looking at, you can you can see the wraps more. Oh, you can, yeah. Yeah, like the black wrap going around the right. face. But it would have been cool to see one without. It's always a mystery, yeah. I mean, that the, the photo of the rat rodent face, I was like, <laughs> is that it? I don't know. I need answers. <laughs> and I don't have any, but I, I I can present the different sides of the arguments for a lot of this stuff because they're very mysterious, which makes them cooler, I think. Yeah. It's it's cool to not know the answers to all this crap. Yes, it is. But we're still in the ropes. I'm waiting for what's going on when the ropes come off. Right, <laughs> all right. The robes also were incredibly smelly. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that that kind of that's another thing. I don't think you needed to point out. Ball slip, and that's why I think they're they're not wearing anything under there. Why? That that <laughs> that'd be a lot more sweat. Uh huh. And and ha- and how big do you think their 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 balls are? I don't know. Sand balls. Drop my balls. <laughs> well, they were they were smelly for a reason. It was first of all to repel other species. God, I was going to say that. Uh, I can't believe that's really the answer. It is. Uh. It's, it's one of the answers. It's to repel, repel other species, but also the the Jawa odor is a big part of who they are. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. You can tell a lot about a Jawa by the way he smells. That's how I, I pick my women. Okay. <laughs> You can tell their identity. You can tell what clan they're from. You can tell what they had for their last meal. I thought you say what clan they're from. Go on. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> what they had for their last oh, meal. Maybe then. And you can even tell their arousal. Oh, boy. Mm. That is true. Dave, smell me now. Wait, let me walk it. <laughs> arousal and not arousal. You tell me. It smells like tequila and shoe polish. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> so... It, and and the robe itself was covered in and dripping in some kind of mysterious solution. No, I know what it is. That not only helped them, <laughs> you know, maintain the moisture, but it also they they felt like bathing was a waste of water because water was so scarce on the planet. So they did not bathe. Damn. And they were just dripping with some mysterious solution, all the while smelling and putting their stank out there. <laughs> So, so they don't even take whores baths? It attracted swarms of insects, 
I mean, you never see the. I mean, no. The only time you see insects around anybody in the movies, I remember is like Watto when he's, when he's drunk. Watto. I thought you meant Watto himself. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Well, I, I, there's no bathing, and oh. and I'm just thinking of like how many kids have dressed up like Jawas for Halloween over the, over the years. Everybody goes to to those cons and everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, them. They're not doing it the right way. If they're yeah. just wearing a brown robe, they got to stank it up. Once in a while, when I'm walking around a con, I, I can smell a Jawa, and I know that they're aroused. It's weird. <laughs> I'll tell you, at MegaCon, some of those guys got that part right, but their Jawa <laughs> costumes are a little lacking. Yeah. <laughs> they're 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 trying to work up the the. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> You're supposed, oh, to no. say, you're supposed to curse yourself, Tim. That's how it works. Yeah, fuck. God, fuck shit. <laughs> God, God, fuck shit. What, what, what do you do that? Well, I wasn't saying that as a sentence, as oh. in he does this, but. <laughs> it wasn't an act. <laughs> it wasn't an act. No. All right. What, I got I got tons more. This is going to be really Go, I'm, I'm, awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm loving yeah, every I'm second. This. I'm this hearing this conversation. You want to keep talking about the yeah, arousal? I, yeah, I do. What do you think their ejaculate is referred to as? Houdini. Um, this is in the notes. Is it really? Uh, oh, seriously? It's referred to as Goutini. Oh, <laughs> get out of here. No, wait. Sputini. Say <laughs> it again. Having sex with a Jawa is known as taking you to Brown Town. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> now you're making shit up. There it is. I see it. All right, well, let's talk about some more arousal. Listen to this. I'm listening. Can you talk slow? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. They get married. Mm. How do you know which one's the, the girl and the guy if the robe's always on? Listen. I'm listening. Just listen. I'm listening. Listen and learn. Okay. This may come in handy one day. Come in my handgun. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I can't believe you. <laughs> really, oh, Dave? Great. Give me some more drink. Here, here's a whole bottle no, of Jose I can't Cuervo. Drink, I can't drink, drink tequila. <laughs> do it. Can I? Do it. I do, do it. Do, do it. it. All right, well, we're going to need some more, need more orange, orange juice. juice. I got the lime juice here. I'll I'll mix and read if you want to go get it. But you're not going to want to miss this, okay? All right, good. So they have arranged marriages, like a lot of cultures do. And they have a dowry. And and they call their dowry a marriage. They call it marriage merchandise. Okay, so uh, a clan will get the son with a daughter of another clan, and they'll they'll have a barter, and they'll get the job done. And once the job is done, the new Jawa couple consummate their marriage in public. Whoa! Do they really? Yeah. That's how we should live. Damn it. <laughs> So some people should live. I don't want to see that with every couple how, I know. That's how the people in their in their twenties who are thin should do it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you were in your twenties when you got married. I I, I did do it <laughs> yeah. in front of everybody. If you looked over a certain porch angle, you would see it. Yes. <laughs> oh boy. Public displays of affection. I remember. I'll tell you the whole situation. What we do? Public displays of erection. Yeah. <laughs> Jawa's gone wild. Gutini. Gutini, <laughs> whatever it was. Gutini. <laughs> All right, well, there's there's some sexiness going on with these Jawas. Yeah, but they're, 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 but they're fucking filthy. Yep, <laughs> that's they, true. Yeah, what does that smell like? Yeah. Oh. 
They don't think that they're filthy. They they don't think of each other. As you know being what's filthy. weird? They love the smell. It's like part of their life. I I can see that happening because because when I was a kid, my parents smoked constantly. I could never smell it. Right. Till I left the house, I go, damn, I stink like smoke. They probably smell like that all the time, and they have no idea. Yeah, it makes sense now. That is not smell at all where I thought that story was going. By the way, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, as soon as you start talking about your parents, I thought we were in trouble. Yeah, I was like, where is this going to go? Damn, my listen to this episode. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Our boy Chris knows. Shit. <laughs> well, we're getting back to the stank a little bit later because it does have more to do with their lives. <sighs> um, That's disgusting. <laughs> this is a disgusting episode. It really is because, because I mean, I'm not going to. All right, this is a personal question. You don't have to answer this. I won't. <laughs> Now, obviously, when two people are having sex, once in a while, when they're done, what do you want to do? Clean up, take a yeah. shower. Yeah, once in a while. It's like, <laughs> how about immediately? <laughs> These people are on vacation. Do they don't do it. No, they drop trout right there in public. As and, soon as it, it, I now pronounce you Jawa and Jawa. <laughs> <laughs> and then that stench is on them constantly, and it dries on there, and it stinks. Mm-hmm. They love it. I'm aroused. <laughs> It's part of who they are. <laughs> it's a patina all over their like whole body. Just <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <laughs> the random oil. Matt's not something. The Energizer. All right, we'll get back to the stank because it does mm. come back into play. It does come, doesn't it? Uh. <laughs> As far as what they eat, I was interested in what they eat. The main staple yeah, of their How do- could you think about eating in this point of the story? <laughs> At a time like this. Well, yeah. well it does that's happen. not an explanation. That's just a word. Well, yeah. Do you remember when George Costanza tried to match me- sex with eating and he had the cheesesteak next to the bed? <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, the main thing they eat is the hubba gourd. Mm, hubba gourd. The hubba hubba gourd. <laughs> It was a thick skin melon. <laughs> that shouldn't be that funny. But it is. Which also had reflective crystals in it. Oh, Everything there has reflective crystals that we cannot see. Except Crystal- reflective crystals. They're pretty dull. <laughs> they called it the staff of life. But the other thing that they eat was an animal called a squill. Did you ever hear this, Tim? Squill. Mm-mm. No. Squill was, squill. was a- <laughs> I've got someone caught that. Right. I got it. Yeah. Squill. A squirrel was like a reptilian kind of creature that people would hunt and eat for not only meat, but to keep their hides. There was supposedly a very big squirrel cave in the Dune Sea, and it was like a mysterious kind of place. But these animals were running all over the place. I think they use them a lot in video games. I'm saying this right now. Yeah. Do you know nobody out there knows about their sexual activities and their stank now but us four? Like right this minute. <laughs> this second, sure. yep. Until later on, until people hear this episode. Oh, that, you're like flash forwarding into the future. Yeah, well, like. But someone had to write that, so there's at least one other person. Yeah, I bet there's a lot of people that know this. <sighs> We're ignorant. We are. Especially you. And that was bliss <laughs> up until about the past 20 minutes. <laughs> These squills, the Jabba's, <laughs> Jabba's chef, whose name was Porcellus. Made, made a very, very delectable squill liver salad. Supposedly. Mm, that sounds good. That's nice. Creamy. The only reason I bring up <laughs> these squills mainly is because I found out that there is a fast food place. Oh, God. McSquiddles. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's called Burger Squills. I can't read my own writing. Chick Squill A. <laughs> tasty, tasty fried critters. Oh God! Get out of here! It's no, a bad I don't one. believe any of this episode. Is this is this April first? No, <laughs> no. They they pulling this stuff out of your ass. No, like well, I did with the Tonica sisters. The, the <laughs> <laughs> and the, and there was a fast food place in Moss Ice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get back to there. <clears throat> Their society and the yes, way they and live. And their sexuality like, and their stench. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, they lived in a commune. So, God. Usually in communes, there's a lot of you know, free love. Oh. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> that was all right. But what all they did basically is what you see in the movie. They roamed, they were scavengers that roamed the Tatooine desert side looking for any kind of technology that had landed on the planet. We talked about this a couple of times with, with episodes, like how many droids are actually on Tatooine? And they weren't necessarily looking for working droids. They were just looking for anything that they could then fix up quickly, get something working, and kind of swindle somebody with. They were like rag and bone junk dealers. Yeah, basically. They were like used car salesmen. Right. They, and they're kind of like, I guess in a way they're kind of like archaeologists. They're digging up, I guess because it's it's out there in space. There's constantly space debris that's landing on the planet from ships that got blown up or whatever, and they're taking all that stuff and trying to make something out of it. They're like the annoying guy on the beach with a metal detector. <laughs> <laughs> with a bad stench. Yeah. And but a lot have- of shiny reflective stuff. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They had this reputation as scavengers and thieves, and people kind of held them at arm's length and they loved well, them. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because of this thing. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. They they found it the they thought it was the greatest thing in the world. They loved this reputation that people thought they were swindlers and, and thieves and and didn't want to really have to do too much with them until they needed to. But how do they how do they carry out all the big shit because they're so fucking small. I guess you get a lot of them. You see them in the movie. They all get R2 up on their shoulders. And as a team, they get them in there. Yeah, yeah, tag team. Okay. Brontos. Yep. Brontos. But they they were a very kind of uh, elaborate social entity, even though they were primitive in, in a lot of ways. The leader of... There were lots of clans. You mentioned the one clan. Meek, Meek knew. Each sand crawler had a clan chief. Who was male? They thought that women in their society were lesser beings, except for the shaman who was a woman and who was in charge of the clan. There was one that was allowed to be in charge, and, and she was kind of like it was almost like a queen bee. Is, is all of the rest mixed, like guys and girls, or is it all guys? And it's, one, it's guys and girls. Okay, but the girls were thought of as inferior and weren't allowed to do anything. Now, the shaman became a shaman by performing some kind of miraculous act. It kind of reminds me of, like, in, in the Catholic dogma, like, to become a saint, you have to, like, perform a miracle. You have to do things to become a saint. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the way this reminded me of. And one of them was really bothering me because this comes up all the time. One of them had to be that they had to possess some kind of force power. Oh, uh, I'm going to force in her power. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't even make much sense. <laughs> that much sense, but a little bit does. 
tiny bit. They had to be able to cure an illness or have some kind of vision, you know, like foretell the future. They, you know, per- perform spells, all kinds of stuff like this. If they could do any of those things, they were made into a shaman. And this shaman never left the fortress. There's pictures online, I'll put some of them on, of the fortress of the Jawa. They did not live on the sand crawl. They lived in basically fortified junk domes. It kind of, the picture looked like Fred Sanford's front yard. <laughs> Elizabeth, <laughs> and they would just kind of like they get like a part of a ship and they'd make a wall out of it i mean it also reminded me chrisley it reminds me of remember an enemy mine <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I knew you were gonna do that as soon as <laughs> that's my impression as soon as i brought up <laughs> <laughs> Tim, Tim, can we have the guy from Enemy Mind? What is his name? I even know his name. Lou Gossett Jr. Yeah, his character. Him and Wat Tam were talking. Oh God. <laughs> hey, what's up? <laughs> 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 it's powering down. Yeah. Well, you remember how they got the shells from those creatures and made their little things out of it? No, it's been a while since okay. the movie. I, I love that movie. <laughs> okay. And they did that because the the Tatooine the I mean the, they did it in Enemy Mine because there were meteor showers. But in uh, on Tatooine we saw the sandstorm with uh Jira. Right, yeah. Storms coming, Annie. Oh, yeah. So Jawa's uh Jawa's or excuse me, Tatooine's weather was pretty brutal at times. So they had to build these fortresses to keep not only the weather out, but also keep out sand people and crate dragons. Mm. Mm-hmm. And we'll put a picture up. It's it basically looks like a bunch of junk lined up in a row. And they lived in these fortresses. Now, once a year, they went to the Dune Sea annual swap meet. Uh, of course. Dune Sea or no? No. Okay. They did not bathe. Bathing's <laughs> like the bathing's for suckers. <laughs> <laughs> the big nasty free for all. <laughs> <laughs> And it's, we're bringing it up again. It's like the Q Mart. Okay. Uh, oh, now, this is really like the Q Mart. You start bringing in this level of smell, and yeah, we're now we're on Q Mart level of gross. Quaker Town Farmers Market. You'll love it here. See me here. <laughs> so it was a big swap meet. And, you know, like it's, it's just like you'd think of it as a flea market. That's what they would do. <laughs> Can you imagine that fucking odor? <laughs> Coming from that Dune Sea area, man. Yeah. All the stitches yeah. on them. All the sand up their cracks. Garlic, asparagus, and balls. <laughs> and balls, on, yeah, on top of it. Literally. Uh, balls balls, is, balls top. is the top smell of that list. <laughs> That's the one you wish would stand out. Yeah. All right. Well, you want to talk about stank? We'll get back to the stank. That's, I love stank. stank. Because the stank also came in handy when what? you talked about handy. Okay. <laughs> when you talked about their language, which was, you know, Jawanese. Close. Stinkies. Really- <laughs> I have no idea. Jawaese. Ah. I think I'm turning Jawaese. I think I'm turning Jawaese. I really think so. <laughs> that was good. It had a high speech rate. You can hear it in the movie. What you're hearing in the movie is not actually Jawaese. That is uh, the Jawa trade language. And it was really like Jawaese for dummies. They dumbed it down when they got to talk to 
humans or anybody else that can understand them. There were several people that understood the Jawa trade language. There was Uncle Owen and Luke and Anakin, C-3PO and Watto. In so fact, everybody. We, well, those <laughs> those were the people. <laughs> they who they came in contact with. Wasn't there, and there's a scene when Anakin's looking for the Tusken Raider camp, isn't he, like, getting directions or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So they were they were not speaking Jawaese because no one can understand Jawaese but the Jawas. I was going to say, not even Jawas. It's that difficult of a language. <laughs> and the reason no one can understand the Jawaese is because you need to use your stank. The stank. Oh, get no. come on. Ah. To understand it. How? Ah. Every word that's said in actual Jawaese, the scent of that word accompanies it unless you're a Jawa and you can decipher that smell, it adds emphasis and tone to words. You're fucking with us. No, so it's right here. If if you're asking, how do I get to the supermarket? That will smell different than if you're asking, I need to take a dump. How do you get to the supermarket? Well, go down this road and then turn left. Like that? <laughs> exactly. Okay. Exactly. Well, that makes a little more sense. So, yeah, it's all smell. <laughs> so they only speak Jawaese to each other. Humans can't understand it because they don't understand the smell. Damn. Okay. That doesn't even make sense. This makes no sense at all. Yeah. What do you mean? Sense, not sense. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. You can't talk. There's there's no odor to, to speech. Well, not in history. basic. They don't, and that's the other thing they said. They cannot speak basic. <laughs> they must. They must communicate through this Jawa trade language, which a lot of people have been able to understand. <laughs> Especially the people that have to deal with them a lot. <laughs> so what does that mean? Lips or hips? What was it? Ready? Yeah. Say it again. Will you bless me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got all right. I got a couple phrases here for you. There is, if you're really interested in, it, oh, yeah, I was yeah. not this interested. There's a whole page on Jawaese. This is like Klingon. Oh, okay, God. you can you can learn to speak parts of Jawaese. Yeah, you can. Do you think Dave, you think Dave right now? If we took a break for ten minutes, had some sex. <laughs> well, we I came on you, and you came on me, and we're all sweaty. And then we have a stench. Could we, could we understand this language? I know me and Tim would have no idea what you guys are talking about. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely worth a try. <laughs> I can't understand them. <laughs> All right. Uto, uto nai usabia atumyoba is Tim's favorite Jawa quote. You want to buy a used droid? <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's starting to sound but, Hawaiian now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah really. Well, Come on, I want to lay you. <laughs> the Kareem of some young guy. <laughs> ben Burt recorded a bunch of African languages, especially Zulu, sped them up, raised the pitch, and that became the Jawa language. So this might mean something to people who can speak Zulu, but for us, it doesn't mean anything. Utini was kind of like their catch-all phrase, like their multi-purpose word. It meant it was a battle cry. It was alert to others. It meant come here. It meant wow. <laughs> All right. But there was at least three curse words that I found. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, now we're talking. Okay, Chris, you remember these now. This is this is really like your new catch. My new cr- curse words are when I'm out there okay. on, in the streets. Rati. Rati. Uh, is that on there? Yeah. There you go. 
That means like that means like I don't know, like asshole or something like that. There's another one that was not as bad called Neko Juvar Obwagdada. Had a farm, E I A O. Yeah, don't see that one on here. But the worst curse word of all, which I'm assuming is their F word. Yes, tell me it is Hakik Nikola. Hakuna Matata. What was it? Hakik Makala. Is this it? No. No, it ain't. Hakik Nikola. You say that to somebody, you are starting some shit. Mm-hmm. What's that mean? What? What you just said. Nakik Nakala? Yeah. That's like the worst curse word. I mean, what do you think is the worst English curse word? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Something you say probably every day, the worst English curse word. I don't know. Like, that's their worst word. All right. <laughs> I don't believe any of this, but... Chris okay. sounds actually disappointed. I do. All right. Do have any of this. Oh. What are you talking about? It's not like Pee Wee back there, Tim. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We we had a request from also I believe Eric that we not do a whole lot on the sand crawl. I like that idea because we could do like a a separate episode on it. The sand crawlers are there. I will say this because I've often been curious about this. They were brought by a mining corporation to. Tatooine, and then left there. That thing must fucking reek. That's the only thing that makes sense in this story so far. <laughs> that thing must stink, man. Oh, the windows on that thing? Oh, the God. Roll down. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought it, Eric has a good idea, plus it gave me less to do now. So <laughs> yeah. I'm all for that. Those <laughs> sand crawlers probably smell like a dead pig marinating in vinegar. <laughs> oh, right. That is a nice assembly. I'm going to take a sip of my Jawa juice with that one. Ooh. Cheers, Tim. I like the singer. I like the singer about the moon and the spring. Is that that owl? Oh, wait. The song? I don't know what I don't know what that is from. That's that stupid owl from Looney Tunes. Okay. I'll go with that. Looney Tunes and character coming soon. <laughs> so Jawas, you know, they they ended up emigrating to other worlds, mostly garbage planets. They said that they actually made it onto Coruscant, but you never see them in the movies anywhere like that, do you? I don't think so. You just see them on Tatooine. That's a, yeah, I see them. I, I got a I got a, a weird side story to promote Indiana Jones in character. Okay, mm. I want to say the opening of Crystal Skull when they had those. I was going to say gerbils. There's um, <laughs> prairie dogs. Yeah. And they pop out of the ground and they see the, the cars go by. Yeah. Did, did, it, did it remind you of Jawas saying, you're teeny as they go by? No. Just me? <laughs> no. Move on. Okay. I see why you're saying that, though, because there's that see in the pod race. Yeah. And then they go by, you teeny. Yeah. And I thought that is resembled that in Crystal Skull. I never thought of that, but. I, guess, I, I think guess I'm I right. See. I think you're wrong. I'll take any explanation for why there's so many friggin'. Groundhogs in Indiana Jones and Kingdom of Crystal. <laughs> There's a lot, yeah. I don't need to see that. It's like Caddyshack 3. <laughs> they live in refrigerators. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the other thing that I found that we brought up, at least on our Bib Fortuna special episode, oh, yeah? is that Jawas were instrumental in finding the Rancor. Oh, yeah, that's right. So Now that's the, amazing considering they're not shiny nor reflective. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Rancor was on a ship, a grizzed ship, which crashed on Tatooine. 
and the Jawas, and one especially, Chris, you're going to love this name. Oh, boy. <laughs> Teal Cock. <laughs> That's what I'm naming my cock from now on. Steel Cock. <laughs> it's like an 80s metal band. It sounds like something you so, get after having sex with Ala Sakura, Sek- whatever her name is. Ala Sakura. <laughs> you get Teal Cock. The pink comes off. (laughs) (laughs) So they found the Rancor, gave it to Bib Fortuna, and then Bib Fortuna then brokered this deal that ended up having it as Jabba's pet. How the hell hell did they get it? Well, it crashed. I'm only assuming because it crashed, it was incapacitated. Did they put it on a collar and, and they, they and a dog collar? Did they walk it to the (laughs) maybe those big handcuffs that are on his on his on his wrist? Damn. I like that. Maybe they put it in the sand crawl and the, and the smell made it pass out. <laughs> the other thing that was cool was now this is sometime after the Battle of Endor. So this is after what we see in the movies. Maybe this will be in episode seven. Yeah, nothing that you talked about has been in the movies. I didn't <laughs> smell anything. Well, I did, but it wasn't these guys. They should have it with smell of vision. 480 Jawas were taken to Endor as part of an expedition to salvage the wreckage from the Battle of Endor. Pretty cool. Yeah, that's okay. okay. As soon as they got to the planet, they went Lord of the Flies on that shit and took over and, and became a mutinied bandit of, of like ravenous Jawa. And to my knowledge, they're still there, like roaming, oh, yeah. roaming the woods. Uh, please tell me there's some like frightening hybrids of Jawas and Ewoks now roaming the planet, yeah. uh, living in the brush and just like come out at night. Ewoks. Ewoks. <laughs> I love that. Jawoks. Jawoks. That would be cool. I so, like the story. I mean, this would be a cool story to read. I want to hear a thing of, of like a bunch of Jawas going batshit. And the Ewoks. <laughs> and they fight. Yeah. Yeah. That would be cool. Well, it was a failed experiment. Episode eight. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Now, there are several Jawas, notable Jawas. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. There's there's Bob. There's Roger. Now, there's several that are in the movie. This is going to be more movie stuff. I only picked out necessarily the ones that were in the movie. There's a guy named Collet, who's the one that watches uh, Luke and the Gamorrean guard through the Rancor Grate in Jabba's Palace. Okay. okay. And speaking of Jawa's Palace, we talked about this. I don't know if it was in the Ula one. There's that one Jawa that's kind of standing there fanning. Yes. Yeah. 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 That one's name is Herat. Okay. Sounds like okay. it is a girl. Okay. Ooh. Did you know that? that the, the name. You smell it. Bikini. Yeah, I, I smelled it. it. Bikini. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one that's seen behind Jabba's throne room or behind Jabba's throne and she was like on retainer for Jawa to help in any kind of negotiations that a Jawa might be necessary so she was there all the time now this Jawa I didn't find many names you, Tim and I were talking before we started about how you guys don't think you have any Jawas on your poster at all that are legitimate there was this this one was, guess. was played by a man named Andrew Hurd. Have you ever met this guy? No. No. Okay. That's the only name that I found other than I'm gonna ask him to tell his story. You might as well tell it now. What's the deal with this this pseudo Jawa? Yeah, I've heard this story too. I wanna All right. Well, Chris and I, uh, there there used to be over there was a toy shop. Where was that toy shop? It was over right. there by the um that mall, oh, Chris, I'm, I'm, I've moved, moved away from the area for a while. Um, 
What was there near Newtown? What was the what was the mall? What's the New, mall over Newtown there? Newtown is is um Franklin Mills Mall or no? No. Uh, was it Ash Valley Mall? Ash Valley Mall. Yeah. Was it that figure store? It was yes. Called, it was called. Yeah. It figures. Just figures. It figures. It was called. It figures. We yeah. Met, we met. Yeah. A bullock there for like five it, bucks. I think. Who'd you right? meet there? Yeah. Jeremy Fett. Jeremy Bullock. <laughs> I thought yeah. you said Jim J. Bullock. <laughs> Monroe Center Square. Well, out there, out there, yeah, there was that, there was that toy shop, and we went out there a second time. They had Jerry Bullock, and we went out there, and I th- actually, Chris went out there. I wasn't there that day, but he would get he would get celebrities to come in and do appearances at the shop, which I thought was really great. Um, and he he got a uh, a Jawa. Uh, guy name was the guy's name was Hal Wamsley, yeah. And uh, Chris and I were like, ooh, we don't have this guy in our poster. This was this is going back nineteen ninety eight. So this is we're pretty we're pretty new to the the autograph collecting. We go out there to meet this guy Hal Wamsley, and uh, you know we get there. He's not a little guy, but he's just like shorter than normal. Like the guy might have been like five four, uh, and he he was signing autographs, and and you know we paid him five yeah, six five, seven dollars. If that, yeah, you're right for this. And uh, I, I do remember, like, he always, he, he would ask everybody, because I think he asked Chris, did you get a picture, too? I think I did, yeah. I, I have it in my binder downstairs, yeah. And I remember he said, uh, you know, you want me to put my catchphrase on there? It's called, you want to buy a used droid? And, and I, I I don't know. I, I have to look at my poster. I don't know if I had him write that on there, but I think Chris got it on his poster and and probably on his uh, picture. But <clears throat> we got a sign. And we had seen this How Wamsley guy at a few other conventions after that up in New York and Philly and, and different places. But then all of a sudden he disappeared. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> and we we went up uh, to a, a little thing back in like 2002 or 2003 up in uh, New York, up in Auburn, New York. It was called um, Dixon's Halloween. There was like uh, an Ugnot. We like to, we like drove like two three hours for that show, right? That was that was a five hour drive. All right, five hour wow. drive. Because that's that was up that was up in central New York. That was up near um, Syracuse. <laughs> but we drove up there, and and there was a guy there, and he asked us, "Do you guys have the fake Ewok?" Ooh. And we're like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Yeah, this guy, uh, this guy Hal Wamsley. Do you guys have you guys met that guy?" We're like, "Yeah, yeah." And we pulled out our posters, and we were showing. Hal Wamsley's autograph on our posters. And this guy proceeded to tell us how this guy was a scam artist. And he had absolutely nothing to do with Star Wars. And he would, he would, he'd set him, he, he figured no one would find out. And he just would start doing conventions, charging, you know, 10 bucks for an autograph. And he had absolutely nothing to do with Star Wars. Wow. He was never in any of the films, nothing. He was, he was completely scamming people at these, at these uh, comic shows. Just for a few bucks at a time, and uh, and and Chris and I were both we both showed him it, and and he went up. He proceeded to tell us the whole story. And actually, if you go online, type up Hal Wamsley fakey fake Jawa, you can read the whole story. But uh, but yeah, this guy fake Ewok hmm. just scamming people. I haven't he, his his on on IMDb his name shows up there, but you can you can edit IMDb. It's kind of like Wikipedia. You can add yourself to it. So his is on there on IMDb and all that sort of stuff. But yeah. Um, he is so far the closest that I can think of to an actual Ewok that we've met, and he had nothing to do with Star Wars whatsoever. Yeah! That's messed up. That's total fraud. Yeah, it is. But at the same time, I'm kind of part. I'm partly kind of happy that we have his autograph on our poster because it's 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 like this little little known secret 
to to Star Wars and, and have his autograph to be part of, even though we were scammed out of a few bucks. But it's still kind of neat to have that. It's like kind of a little conversation piece. So you can tell that story about this fucktard, <laughs> Hal Wamsley, you know, scamming people out of a few bucks, you know, when it's something that's easily verified he's still, if he was in the movie or not. What's weird is, is he's still selling them online. I'm on the site right now. I could order one for 20 bucks. Really? Is he really? Whoa. Why he does have a website. I haven't gone. I haven't gone on in a long time. What what threw off me and Tim is he actually had a major stink. <laughs> we thought he had to be a Jawa. Garlic, asparagus, and balls. <laughs> in that order, mostly balls. <laughs> mostly balls. Yeah. All right. But yeah, he, uh, yeah. I, you'll have to, Chris. If you, I don't know if if we had taken photo. This may have been pre digital camera age yeah, for us. I don't know. If, any photos were taken at that, but if you if you happen to have that the the autograph picture anywhere, yeah, yeah, I'll take a photo of that and I'll put it on. on. That yeah, but yeah, how waves like little? It's just kind of like a little. For for me, I think it's kind of a little factoid that we that we were partly involved in this guy's Bernie Madoff or whatever you want to call it scam. I thought it was, but you know, it sounds like it's still going on. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, that's messed up. So for those of you who, if you ever go to a convention, you see this Hal Wamsley guy, he kind of looks like a little Tony Soprano. Um, (laughs) uh, If you ever see him, just go up and just tell him to fuck off and then (laughs) urinate on his table, please. Well, don't urinate on his table. You get arrested for that, but you can tell him to fuck off. Tell him you want to buy a peed on table. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And I was asking you, too, about. I know. I mean, and I don't know if you know other guys that are definitely were Jawas. I know that you said you didn't meet this guy, but you said Jack Purvis is a bona fide Jawa, right, Tim? Jack Purvis, I believe he was the main Jawa that comes out and facilitates the transaction between Owen. Okay, then that guy's name is Nebit. Nebit. I mean, you know, the the negotiates with Owen when you're what are you trying to pull? You know, that thing. That guy's name is Nebit. And so you're saying that was Jack Purvis, but he died. I believe that's Jack Purvis. Yeah. Okay. There's a couple other ones. I mean, there's a ton of Jawas and and I, I sat and I looked up all of them. There's some that like a lot of this stuff is from the EU stole one guy. A couple of these guys were like tough guys, like badasses in Java's palace that, Hmm. that worked, you know, and, and did things for him. There was one that was like believed in cantina or worked in the cantina, believed in Jawa rights. Oh God. <laughs> it's like a little Norma Ray, Jawa Norma Ray. There was <laughs> one that killed a Tuscan Raider and a crate dragon and, and carried a Bantha tusk around to show what a badass he was. And then there was one, the only Jawa known to have served in the Jedi order named a Kyle. Did they at least make him bathe? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how they did that braid and all that stuff. Was a uh, Kyle? Was he? No, there's no photos of him. Damn. No. The only other ones, the other ones that I thought were cool were the ones that were in the movie. Like, there's one called Ayasa. Who <laughs> nice Ayasa? <laughs> it was the one that eyes up Luke's land speeder in the in the you know when they're standing outside before yeah, they go yeah. in. Like, shoo shoo. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's the guy. And, and C-3PO's like, I can't abide those Jawas disgusting creatures. Right. Yeah, well, I agree now. Yeah. <laughs> to this episode. Yeah, I always thought C-3PO was a prick, but he might have had a point. Right. You, 
you know the um when he shoes him away, you know what the, the Jawas remind me of at that point? I, 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 this has never happened to me, but like the like when you go into a city and, and the and the homeless guys come up and try to wash your windows for you. <laughs> I have that written down. Squeegee guy, New York City. <laughs> the, the, those guys, but in the Philadelphia area, for me, they always reminded me of the dudes. If you ever go to a concert over at the Electric Factory, their parking is so shitty that you, you if you get there too late, you have to do street parking. And these dudes that are like, "Hey, park here. We'll watch your car for ten bucks." And like, <laughs> yeah. as soon as you walk away, they'll break in and rob your car. That's 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 what they that's yeah. what they remind me of. Those guys in Philly that that they're, you pay them that you're they tell you to pay them ten bucks and they'll watch your car while you're at the you know G Love show. That's who broke into my car. <laughs> <laughs> those guys usually use newspapers to clean your windshield right. too. Which I don't know how that gets it clean, but whatever. <laughs> Here's a dollar. Please don't hurt me. <laughs> oh, we look at that. You you made it. You made it kind of worse, actually. Then here's some money. Yeah. Somebody, I think it was um, it was a man named Cole on our Facebook page brought this up, and there's the whole scene with the the Jawas that that get killed by the stormtrooper. He he posed the question: Why why do the stormtroopers feel it necessary to kill all those Jawa? Because they stink. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> what do you think that just, fire smelled like? Oh, oh shit! <laughs> oh, gross! Oh Especially my god! After the that fire was pissed like, on it on top of it. Yeah, <laughs> holy fuck! It smelled out around the goddamn globe. <laughs> globe? What, what globe? Our globe. Well, <laughs> and and the the one that I found most interesting was a Jawa named Dathcha, and Dathcha is like. This it kind of reminds me of like the way they describe it as the the wicket of the Jawas. Like it was he was spunky and he had attitude. He had in his lineage had taunted a crate dragon and lived to tell the tale. And at one point in some of these uh, books, he stole Wurr's droid detector because he thought it was stupid that they weren't allowed in the cantina. So that really, is stupid. <laughs> droid detector. He, re, you know, the droid detector with that glows when R two and C three PO walk in the door. Oh yeah. He he disassembled that and took it out of the door. I, did, I didn't even know that that's what that was. Because he he thought it was he thought it was unfair that droids weren't allowed in there. Well, they shouldn't be allowed in there. That place is always packed. You're not you don't want to take up free space with people that aren't drinking and making you money. Yeah, that's true. It's economics, well, man. He gave it back to him. But the thing that Dothcha is most famous for in Star Wars is he is the one that pops up and shoots R2 in the Junlun waste. Yeah. <laughs> most famous Jawa of them all. Yeah, would you say he's the most famous Jawa? He, he got the most screen time, probably. <laughs> him, and, him and the Utini Screamer. Right. The one that jumps up, that's the one that Hal Wamsley claimed to be, because that was the photo he was all the Jawas, he's the main Jawa then, supposedly. Yeah. And he doesn't say want to buy a used droid. No, he's like he's like die, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he actually says "Abitan Yamambe Mwamboa." Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> which is pretty- Jawa, which is Jawaese for "This is mine, all mine." It's basically saying, "I got this." Isn't there a Bugs Bunny character? <laughs> what? Mine, all mine, 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 all mine. Down, down, down. Go, go, go. Yeah, who's that? Daffy Duck. Yeah, Looney Tunes a character coming soon. Yeah, Looney Tunes a character. That's right. Coming soon. He was there with his nephew Enjiket, and they got Jawa with the with the ion blaster. And unfortunately, they were two of the Jawas that were killed by the stormtroopers and oh. thrown on that funeral pyre. So you see him, and he's on the pile somewhere, and you smell him, and 
if, if we only had a soundboard that said something like, that's a fire. <laughs> oh, that's a real yeah. fire. <laughs> Wouldn't yeah. that be cool? That would be cool, man. That's a fire. That's a fire. Look at that. Look at that. That's a fire. That's perfect. Uh, but for, for behind the scenes information, there isn't much because I told you that the, I couldn't find really too many names. And at least the most popular name out there wasn't even in the movies. <laughs> but in the if you look in the behind the scenes stuff from like Return of the Jedi stuff, they actually have pictures of them like being assembled and they have square heads. There's a square head that goes under that hood as far as not, you know, not as not in the Star Wars universe, but from a from our standpoint, that's how they did that. So people for a while thought they had square heads, hmm. but so, they don't. Hmm. <laughs> there's some there's some neat behind the scenes because uh, uh, Gary Kurtz's daughters were Ewoks. So there's these cute pictures of like Gary Kurtz with his two like Ewoks. They were probably Jawas. like they were. I mean, did I say Ewoks? Yeah. Oh, sorry. The they were Jawas. Jawas. Yeah, okay, gotcha. I'm sorry. Um, these two, these just like unmasked, like little, like like nine, ten year old girls in Jawa costumes, and it's it's they're they're actually kind of cute little sweet pictures. Well, I mean, there's some. <laughs> there's like uh-huh. nothing to say well, there. No, no, that's good information. I didn't find any of that stuff. the The most interesting thing I found has nothing to do with Star Wars, really. Um, Tim, do you like uh, Neil Young? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I hate Neil Young. <laughs> do you know the album? You like gladiators? You like movies about gladiators? <laughs> do you know the Do you know the album Rust Never Sleeps? Yeah, yeah, that, um, yeah. There's like Jawa-looking like druids. Yeah, on the on the cover, and there there was a concert film also that used these like druid-looking Ewo- uh, Jawa. I keep wanting to call them Ewoks, Jawa-type guys on the yeah. in the film. Exactly right. And this the fact that he used this was a pretty big copyright infringement law case that was settled out of court. He it was like nineteen seventy eight. He used like hooded creatures with glowing eyes and instead of calling them roadies, he called them road eyes and E Y E S, I guess because of their eyes. And they would be on stage with him during his tour. And I found an album cover. There's there's a couple different album covers for Rust Never Sleeps. And on the one album cover, it's just him surrounded by Jawas. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> and he was sued. And it was settled out of court. Now, this came from uh, Stephen Sand- Stansweet's uh, book, uh, Star Wars from Concept to Screen Collectible. But I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, That's interesting. What made him think he could just like use something on stage and not get away with it? And why would he use it? That's the other part. I don't know. Maybe Neil Young's a Star Wars fan. He was hopped up on Jawa juice, <laughs> like be. Chris is. I have my second glass, Matt. Oh shit! This is gonna be a good night. Every once in a while, uh, no, every once in a while, you hear me going. <laughs> <laughs> I was mixing while Tim was telling his story. You're doing all right. It's not that bad. I think the more OJ in it, the better it is. <laughs> <laughs> There's the opener. <laughs> oh, that one hit me good. Now you guys know more about this than I do, and and I'd not go into a whole lot of detail with this because I figured that you guys would know. What is the deal with the action figure? There's the cloth uh, cape versus the vinyl the, cape versus yeah. the plastic cape. Which one was more valuable? What is the deal with it? I think the one that's that's, that's vinyl, the plastic one's worth a lot more. Yeah, the vinyl. I think a mint on card vinyl cape Jawa is like the most 
prized Star Wars figure of all time. Yeah. It's like ten thousand dollars. What for, for one of those? It's it's ridiculously expensive. Yes, it is. Is that because it's, it's super ultra ultra rare? Because I had I had I had the Jawa with the plastic cake. Where's it at now? Well, I still have the I still have the figure. Right. Of the cape is. Is the capes probably yeah. going cracked? Those rips? capes, the arms would always rip. Yeah, and, yeah. And you, except for Princess Leia, hers was pristine because I never did shit with her. Right. <laughs> Lead her down. Yeah, like she would stand in the corner while. That's the how men, I did. I got that. Le- Chris. <laughs> her, thank you, thank you. her capes are like vintage, you know, like never, never, never a crack in them. But the, right. but the other ones, they were all they got ripped. I had that one. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't on a card. I was a kid. Yeah. Yep. So what did yeah. they, did they make less of that one? Is I that believe what? so. Yeah. Okay. That, yeah, that was what it came out maybe just in the first, first or second um, wave of the of those figures. Yeah, it was very very rare figure. Hmm. And I think I think if you have one, I think part of it is those vinyl capes. Yeah, as you said, are were so flimsy that um, who? Yeah, that they, they they just wouldn't exist anymore anyway. For yeah, the most which part, ones, which ones had the the nice vinyl plastic cape? There was what Vader, Obi Wan, Leia, both Leia's, the Bespin and the white. Who else had Lando? That? Lando, Lando had a blue one, yeah. The Snowtrooper had that little skirt. That yeah, you clip, yes. And then you would clip it onto his belt, and those things would rip. Mm-hmm. Trying to think, of, yeah, I guess there wasn't many plastic capes out there. And then, then by Return of the Jedi, they started making like Bib Fortuna cloth. Han yeah, had, Han had the trench coat, the camouflage trench coat. Pure guard with a nice big red yeah. cloth room on him. Really, the Jawa with the cloth cape is actually a better looking figure. Yeah, yeah it, it looks is. more like him. Yeah, that that was the one that I had as a kid. But it, it was kind of a as a kid, you you were wondering what the hell does a Jawa look like? And so you you, you get it. You uh, like, oh, yeah, it has a has a cloth thing. If I take it off, I'll find out what it. Take it off. It's just a Jawa in a cloak, right <laughs> underneath the already existing cloak. Yeah, they have that like kind of bandolier strap, kind of like Chewie does. Yeah, I remember looking at. The, I mean, studying those figures as I often would. I would draw them. I would sit and stare at them. And the Jawa, you could actually see some meshing on the black face, like yes, it was, yep. like like a mummy-ish kind of thing. Hmm. So I'm I'm I I didn't know which was worth more because the thing that confused me is because the one that seems to be worth less is actually better. Right. I think um, out of the package, obviously, if you have one that still has a vinyl cape, that's worth a crap ton. But I think for most people, they would they would want the one with the the cloth because it would just seems more complete. It seems like the cloth one's more expensive to produce. I wonder why they went the cloth from plastic to cloth. Yeah, they could have. They could have easily just released the figure as as it was, minus the vinyl or the cloth case. That's and, true too. Yeah, because you like Dave was saying, he's got like a cloak. Yeah, mold to him. Yeah, I'd, when, I don't know when they reissued the figures back in the late nineties. They had a really cool feature on the first. A, they came in packs of two, so you got two Jawas, and they had a little thing on top of their head that allowed light in. So if there was a light oh, on the yeah. top of them, yeah. it would cause their eyes to glow, and it was like one of the coolest yeah. features you could ever get. I remember that. It looked like a patch on the hood or something. Yeah, right. Yeah, I remember that too. Actually, they did that for a few other. Like uh, there was like a couple of drawers. I think there's a there's a a um, R two 
one that has a little thing on there where it lets the light in so you can see a little blue light coming from his thing. What thing? <laughs> his thingy. His thingy. His smelly thing. Oh, wait. I don't even know what that means at this point now with this episode. His, his jawiness. Smelly cat. <laughs> well, that's all I got. To, I mean, to sum it up, they're stanky creatures. That's enough. They like to get it on in public. Mm. Nothing wrong with that. And that's all I got. That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Matt, do you have any websites for the Jawa? Actually, I don't have any specific Jawa websites, but I was at MegaCon this weekend, and there was actually quite a few Jawa, uh, I don't know what you would call it, costumes on display that were really good that I ended up taking a lot of pictures of. So I'll say check out my... Uh, photo coverage of Megacon this weekend to check out some of those pictures along with some of the other pictures I took, I guess, will be my website this week. I guess maybe it's kind of a cop-out, but I don't know. I'm looking for it. I want to see okay. all, the, all those photos. Please yeah. put up the yeah. midget wrestlers. Midget wrestlers. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> in a way, they're they're like Jawas, right? Yeah. So on neozaz.com, I'll put together a Megacon photo gallery, and there's quite a few very good Jawa costumes, actually. Awesome. I know. Well, 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 that's all I can do. Well, here's 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 Reagan and and enemy of mine talking. Well, no, stop, no, stop, no, stop. First of all, he said Reagan and Eddie Money talking. Take me home tonight. She was shaking, tipping my fingers. Uh, I got two tickets to Star Wars tonight. <laughs> this is nothing to do with anything, but you know what poster I love and I. Have it up on our wall. Is that is that Jaws Jawa poster? Oh uh, yeah, I love that poster. Yeah, I think that's just so clever and cool. <laughs> is it the one with the one Jawa or the one with the like half a dozen little Jawas coming out? All the Jawas. That one I like. Out. I like. Well, I like them yeah. both, but that's my favorite yeah, of the true. two. It is well done. Wonder if I wonder. Wonder if I mean this is stupid. I wonder if Lucas named the Jawa towards Spielberg's Jaws kind of thing. You know, just as a little. Hey, buddy. That's a that's an interesting point. I didn't see anything about the origin of the name. Right. That I like that. Yeah. Well, they were friends. On Wikipedia, their behind the scenes information is for the the Jawa in general is actually really lacking. Yeah, they, mostly about the the character itself, like in the EU. Yeah, like it doesn't really talk about anything really behind the scenes. Like I was expecting them to talk about. Well, all different stuff than what they did. Yeah. Well, I loved this character before, but yeah. after reading and, and looking at this for for a while now, I really, really like. Oh, good. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that was that was all tequila on that one. <laughs> it's mixed. It's not separated. I don't know. I don't I'm know. surprised the backstory of the stank and the sex and the public. Sex, sexual escapades and whatnot actually cleared Lucas licensing in whatever story they were written in, be it comic or book or whatever. Right. I don't know. Fifty Leo. Shades of Jawa. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's time, Dave. It's time. After that, there's remarks. <laughs> yeah, for the sounds of Star Wars trivia, please don't sing. Aren't you going to sing it? No. The sounds of Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars. This score. I think you've had too much Jawa juice. (laughs) (laughs) This scores go like this. Tim has 29 and is in the lead. Cheater. I'm not far behind. (laughs) 23. 
Matt has been creeping out of the darkness. I have the hole. Get it? And now it has seven. Get it? Seven. And Chris, you have been going back into the darkness. I like going to the hole. And have zero. (laughs) Into the hole. Yes. So Matt. Oh, Matt. Yeah. Matt, what are you going to bet? What's his number? Can you, Matt, can you bring up that thing? And even a random door. Yeah, please. Into the hole. Out of the hole. Into the hole. Done. Half, half hold. How many F- are there again? 260-something? 256. <laughs> half, half hold. Do we have to, like, finish our drinks by the end of the show? Do we have to, like, chug it in the last couple seconds? How do you? 256, Matt, yeah. Okay. Timmy, My number to- is 134. 134, I'm getting there. Timmy, you still working on your Jawa juice? Uh, I'm, I'm on my second glass. So I was thinking of making my own, but I, I went with Eric. So I was thinking something with like Bailey's and like maybe some like uh, ground up Nilla wafers to Nilla to, wafer, to yeah. represent sand, you know, and a lemon would, cooler. So it would have been brown, little brown ring. Who's the <laughs> first? <laughs> Is Tim first? We no, say? it's Matt. Matt's Matt first. He has to bet. Okay, what's his movie? Movie is Return of the. Jedi. All okay. right. Well, I'm going to keep hitting five until I get into contention or am so far behind I can never do anything. All right. Here we go. Jesus. Wow. <laughs> word for word, what he said. I was going to say, is it what he says or who's saying it? Which one's the answer? Whatever you say is going to be right. Trust okay. Because it's Java. It's it's almost like the Java equivalent of saying, my name is Han Solo, Captain of the Millennium Falcon. It says Jabba's dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the equivalent of what he's saying, but I mean, as far as that hint was. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's good. All right. That's 12. Damn. I'm going. I don't give a shit. All right. It's Tim's turn. What's Tim's turn? What is Tim's Tim's number? Number. Roll the dice. 11. Oh, that's definitely the Phantom Menace. It might be one of those behind the scenes things first or something. Oh, do they do that? It's something. 11. Christ. Here we go. 11. I I would assume that's from Star Wars because this goes... Oh, they do it in the movies release, Eleven? Or release order. Yeah, not yeah. This, this is going to be like a eleven is. They do it in the right order. And oh. <laughs> yeah. what are you betting, Tim? I'm going to go five. Mm. I don't think I've bet five yet. All I got to say is, when I play you guys' sounds, I get so pissed. Five. And that and that and that's what I say. Here you go. That's the sound. That's the sound. Here we. I'm going to play it again. Five. What is it, Tim? Five points. Five points. Whoa, what is that? I can play it again for you. Yeah. There we go. Bye. Shit. That's hard. I don't know what that is. It sounds like Han Solo. To me, it sounds like Han Solo. I oh, I'll, 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 I'll play one more time. I have no idea. It's from a battery commercial. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Is that Jacko? 
I don't even have it. Matt has it. Like, what is <laughs> oh my god, I'm dying here. <laughs> Me and Dave like, are boring. <laughs> I was I was thinking it was like one of these. <laughs> Oh. Me and Dave are roaring, and I'm like, here, I'll play it again, and Matt, Matt plays it. <laughs> I'm, I'm crying. My that's, eyes are watering. That's good. I was like, what the fuck is that? All right, here we go. Here's your real one. Here's your real one. All right. I think I had a better chance with the first sound. That... Man, that was you were awesome, Matt. <laughs> he did say Jacko. He technically got this right. <laughs> uh, is that Amaru doing something with the food? Tim, this is one of the first sounds I played that made me get hooked on this book. This is the um, the neck being snapped and crunched and crackled and. Oh wow! Here, I'll play it again for you. Wow. Or it's Ben Burt taking walnut shells, put them in a grapefruit rind, and then crush the organic package. But what are they? <laughs> what is he? What neck? When he, he picks up the Where Are the Rebel plans or something, he picks up the one. Captain oh, oh, and, oh wow. And, okay. Yeah, that's Captain Antilles. <sighs> and he snaps his neck and he throws him down. That's the first one Tim's gotten wrong. Yeah. Uh, you know what's weird, yeah. Tim? And I, I, I don't mean to like say this, but as soon as you got it wrong, Dave's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? That was I mean, I didn't think. Man, it- that, was a, that, that was a good one. That I, was I, good, I, yeah. I feel bad that I lost five, but it's not. It wasn't this one. Did you subtract five? I did. And that's still his score? He still has 24. Son of a bitch. Okay. He's still. <laughs> Man, that was awesome. Uh, you know what? Oh, yeah. I've been playing that that sound that I actually was watching Return of the Jedi and I and I heard that sound. It was clear as day that that sound of the stormtrooper or the scout trooper hitting the wall, the tree. That's it, and it made that sound. I was like crazy. Yeah, I gotta check that out now. All right, ma- Matt, what's yes. your number? No, who, who's the turns it now? It's my turn. I've been drinking. <laughs> All right, one eighty four. One eighty four. That ain't it. <laughs> Darth Vader. <laughs> Hit the wrong button. 184. <laughs> That's it. That's Amberu's Queef. Oh. Hello there. <laughs> 184. <laughs> no, don't look there. Oh, okay. Look away. I'm hideous. Um, I got a chance to move into first. Are you serious? Yeah. I'm uh, Tim is 24. I have 23 without having gone. All right. I'm almost there. Depends what my movie is. All right, 184. Yeah, what is my movie? The Phantom Menace. Oh, crap. All right, I'm going to bet two just to get ahead of him. From the picture, you should bet five. Okay. At last, we will reveal ourselves to the Jedi. At last, we will have revenge. Is that it? That That is all. That is not great arc. But the voiceover guy that did the voice for Darth Maul. This says Darth Maul dialogue, judges? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> judges, Peter Serafinowitz. Comments to yourself. Yes. What's his name, Tim? Peter Serafinowitz from um, Couples Retreat. Oh, that's right. He's the he's the the concierge, the waiter guy, and then they go play yeah, yeah. our hero. He's in uh, he's in Shaun of the Dead. Is he? 
I think he's the roommate. Matt, you remember Shaun of the, the beginning of Shaun of the Dead? There's like his his roommate that actually has a job and he's yes. kind of Oh, that's him? I think that's the huh. same guy. Okay. That guy is awesome. Yeah. I have his autograph. Where'd you see him? I mailed out something for him to sign. <laughs> and I got it mailed back to me. He wrote, you want to uh, buy you a used lightsaber? He wrote, you got red on you. <laughs> well, I guess... What, I'm, I'm Tim, I'm Tim are you going to take over for Chris here? Yeah, I got the I got the book right here. Okay. Right. What's my number? It is 161. One, ooh, okay. That's probably still Return of the Jedi, because... <laughs> um... <laughs> You got you got to finish your Jawa juice while you're answering. You know. All right, here we go. One sixty-one. I haven't having. Uh, I, I'll. You need to know your. Yeah, is, I'm sorry. It is Return of the Jedi. You know what's so weird? I'm so I'm pissed to this day. So I got fucking boss wrong. Um. <laughs> Jedi, I'll say four. Four. All right. <laughs> Prepare yourself. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you that, just finish it? That might be the opener. <laughs> okay. All right, here we go. 161. Ewoks. <laughs> and what are they doing? Sounds like, like a battle cry. It sounds like Daffy Duck. <laughs> <laughs> They're having a massive orgy with the Jawas that were sent there to retrieve parts. I'm going to say it's, it's, it's the battle cry when they're all about to like fight. It is the battle cry. You watch in battle. <laughs> there is a picture. I'm drinking my drink. I'm finishing my drink. There is a picture where it looks. You see, you see all these Ewoks attacking the stormtroopers with C-3PO and R2 off to the side. And two Ewoks look to be gang raping a stormtrooper. Wow. Well, I got that one right. You did get that one right. And that's four. So you're one up to 11 now? Yeah, no, four. I, I, I have zero, Tim. Go four. Uh, All right. Four. So Chris has four. Matt has 12. Tim has 24. And I have 25. That's awesome. You guys are, are neck and neck. Mm. You get that? Mmm. <laughs> well, is that have you, Chris, have you finished your job? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm done. Okay, I got to finish mine. I had two drinks. Go on, Tim. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, are those are those halls still there? Or are they? No, they've dissolved, and it just was like one big chug of halls. Oh. <laughs> I've not finished yet. Do it, do it. But the rest is is all red halls. Oh fuck. <laughs> That's awesome. I want to puke. <laughs> oh. No, oh, no, I can't even. Oh, there's like one mouthful. Oh, okay, I'll finish it. God. Oh Come God. on. Come on. Do it. Chug. Oh, God. <laughs> Smooth. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to puke. <laughs> Thank you, Barry. Damn Damn it. it sounds like something's going in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. You swallowed <gasps> worse. I'm done. <laughs> I just caught that. <laughs> all right. Let Matt do his Can thing. I do my, Go ahead, do your thing. Uh, yeah. All right. Let's, uh, cut out eventful after that. I just want to 
<laughs> Jesus, do a quick couple of shots. Sorry, okay, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> like I mentioned in the website segment, I was at MegaCon this weekend, and I wore a Neozaz podcast shirt the first couple of days, and then the Star Wars and character shirt the second day. And a few fans actually found me, which is amazing, because this place was wall-to-wall people Saturday and Sunday, so... How they found me is, is, is nothing short of a minor miracle because I can't, I can't imagine there's many instances where I wasn't like, you know, standing directly by so in front of someone that they or behind someone that they couldn't see my shirt. But anyway, I want to thank them for taking the time to, to find me and uh, say hi. So, uh, Andrew and Emily, I met them when I went to check out the panel, the Star Wars panel with David Prowse, Jeremy Bullock and, uh, Paul Blake. And Andrew said he's actually going to start a podcast soon, a sci-fi based podcast. So I gave him a, a set of our cards to let me know what it is and when he starts it. And we'll certainly mention it on the show. And today, actually on my way out while I was on the phone with my wife, uh, ran into a listener named Sam. So thank you for getting me out of that conversation with my wife, Sam, because she just kind of <laughs> kept going on and on. And, uh, Sam has a couple podcasts of his own called Jurassic Cast and Movie, the Movie Dudes, both of which I've downloaded and will listen to on the way to work tomorrow. And he actually said, he said this, I'm not making this up. He said he got into these podcasts from listening to Star Wars in character. He got, you know, motivated oh. or encouraged by what we do to start his own. I thought that was, that was about the awesomest thing I heard all weekend. So thank you for that, Sam. Nice meeting all three of you this weekend. That was a great time. The convention was great. Uh, meeting you guys was great. And I'm uh, looking forward to the, to the next one. That awesome. is so cool. That is cool. Yeah. That's not the first person either because there was Jeff who was a great uh, listener and has started his own, which are well done. And a, and a guy just recently on our Facebook named Elon has started his own. Yeah. So that's awesome. That's like the best thing ever. It is. It is. Yep. Yep. Oh, Chris. I can't do this. Dude. Yes, you got to do it. <laughs> my, I just gave him straight tequila. Just oh boy! A, oh oh wow. my God! Just a—it's not a full shot. It's just a little bit. Just cannonball it. Cannonball! Cannonball! David smells <laughs> like, <laughs> like a Jawa. It's <laughs> like a Jawa. It's like a Jawa's ass. All right, on the count of three, you ready? Oh, that's the next drink we gotta make—a Jawa's ass. <laughs> All right, one, two, three. <laughs> 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 That's terrible. <laughs> like, huh? I feel terrible. That might be the funniest thing we've ever done on the show. I am like pouring down sweat. Oh fuck! You're good. <laughs> good, right? I need some water or something. That's like in my throat. No, I feel it in my lungs. <laughs> Are you okay? I'm dying over here. Yeah. Oh, oh that's that's the funniest thing we've ever had on this damn show. <laughs> we would like to thank you for listening to our Star Wars and Character discussion about the Jawas. <laughs> <laughs> Join us next time when we discuss Coleman Trabor. <laughs> oh, here. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Star Wars in Character. Star Wars in Character is part of the NeoZaz.com network of podcasts. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, please visit www.neozaz.com. Star Wars in Character is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited or 20th Century Fox. 
Star Wars, and all Star Wars universe characters, places, or Star Wars-related items are the copyright of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit www.swic.neozaz.com for the latest Star Wars in character episodes and information.